Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fake Nuts podcast. This is episode 44 of season four. But if you're keeping track at home, that means this is the 194th episode. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are back, Craig, season four, winding down. We're gearing up for season five. I don't even remember when we said season season five was due to premiere. I actually sent out a schedule. <laughs> I think it's next week, week. and I don't remember. <laughs> no, no, it's like two weeks from now. Oh God! It's the seventh. Right. Um, it would be the seventh or the fourteenth. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I texted this to you all, right? It's got to be in the thing. You did. It's it's going to be one or the other. I, I just remember, I, I, and I, I saved the schedule on my computer too, and now I can't find that. Of course. Uh, um. I'm getting past the Doink the Clown reference. Yep, keep going. Cinch asking about classes on computers. Yep. Uh, beer carts, me drinking scotch. <laughs> I think I may have gone too far back. Maybe I did send you guys a picture. No, you pretty oh, sure I didn't you send did. you guys a picture. I sent you a, te- I sent you a text. Yeah, it was just I didn't a regular send a picture. It was just a regular message. Ah, <clears throat> uh, oh, that's that Bobby Bonilla day. Happy Bobby Bonilla day. <laughs> that's right. Happy and, Bobby Bonilla and, day to you. And happy fifth birthday to the podcast. It was five years ago yesterday that Craig and I named this crazy thing over a beer at Two Roads after discussing it forever. That's right. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks so, until the season five debut. 14th. The season five debut is two weeks. The 14th is our recording date for that. Um, which means we'll probably take next week off just because we've got so much work to do to get ready for the fifth season. But, hey, I'm babbling. Let's get right to it. Let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight I have this clear liquid called water. Yeah. I thought you were going to go vodka. <laughs> no, no. I, sometimes your body just tells you, like, hey, you should just yep. need a break. So. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's a holiday weekend, so I figure, you know, take this week off. Oh, there, there, will be drinking, <laughs> there will be drinking galore this weekend. Our contributor, Sean, is coming over to my house to play board games Saturday night, and he's Ooh. already told me he secured a four-pack of Double Scoop oh. for the occasion. Yeah. So, um, Call yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I will. Yeah, seriously. He's like, my wife's having a girl. I'm like, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, my wife's having a girl's night. I should get out of the house. I'm like... Dude, that's that's when you should call us. You should call us like in advance and be like, "Hey, I got to get out of my house on Saturday, or else I'm going to get my hair done, and I don't want that." First off, he has no hair, so that's anyway. He'll get his, he'll get his beard conditioned. His beard conditioned? Can you even do that? Can you? I I'm, guess you. I can. mean, there's beard oil, so maybe. Yeah. So I, I'll do the drinking for us tonight, and I have a new beer oh. um, that I've already started into called. Um, it's from the 12% Brewers series, which is distributed by 12% Beer Project. This is Sean Peel's Homegrown. Huh. If you know the Connecticut beer scene, you know the name Sean Peel. He's been a, a brewer with a number of different, um, at least two or three different breweries here in Connecticut. He started out as a home brewer. They're, 12% is trying to encourage uh, smaller brewers. That's I mean, like, that's kind of like their whole premise, right? Guys who need distribution but they're really only putting out you know one batch at a time kind of thing mm-hmm. that's kind of how fat orange cat started that's how they got Marlowe. all these different beers that have become really kind of staples here in the state of connecticut so they're working with sean peel and this is his homegrown it's a new england ipa with citra el dorado and amarillo Ooh, my god is this dank like if this were a stout, it would be a black hole. This is the stout <laughs> of New of New England IPAs. It is so – I took a picture of it, and I sent it to Craig. And I'm like, here's the glass. And he went, okay. And then I held it up to the light because that's one of the things they teach you. Hold it up to the light. See how the light penetration is. It gives you an idea of the dankness of a beer. I held it up to the light. I snapped another picture, and Craig went, there's a light bulb on behind that? And I'm like, yes, no <laughs> yeah. light gets through this beer. <clears throat> It's, nope. The beer is so thick that it just absorbs all the light. So um, it's it's very good. It's citrusy. It's lighter. Um, if you like IPA, if you like hops, but you don't want to be you don't want hops screamed in your face, this is the kind of beer you would like. So oh, nice. Uh, highly recommend it. I gave it a four point two five on <laughs> um, on Untapped. So excellent. Worth checking out. Sounds good. Worth checking out. It looks out. good. And. 
And Cinch, I know you're going to listen to this. I I got this at Wines and More in Milford, so it's right by my house. They've 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 started to, uh, well, not started for the last couple of years. They've really stepped up their game ever since Total Wine and Liquor opened in Milford, which is a gigantic superstore. Like every other liquor store in here was like, pardon the expression, but they were like, hold my beer. And they started bringing in a lot of different beers. Um, and that's why I like, I, I like to hit different stores because they, they're all, first off, I like supporting a, a wide variety of businesses, but also I, I like the fact that we're able to get a decent variety in our area. So, all right. So while I sip this, let's do some burning hot takes. Um, you would like to give or receive? Um, I'll give. What do you got for me? Okay, so I don't know. I'm going to tell you two players, and you tell me if this is going to be their make or break year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so one, okay. they're both quarterbacks. One is on a new team. The other one is not. All right. Can they be both make or both break? If I feel that way. Yes, they're in different um, okay. um, divisions, so it doesn't you know it doesn't matter. Okay, so you said one's a young quarterback on a new team. So let's talk about Sam Darnold first. <laughs> it is not Sam Darnold. It, it is isn't? Not. Oh, it my is God. Not. I thought for sure I nope. had you there. I nope. thought nope. for nope. sure I did. Nope. All right. Sorry. Go on. <clears throat> All right. So the first one is Carson Wentz because he said oh. he feels like he has a new passion for the game now that he's in Indianapolis. Like, is this going to be the year Carson Wentz is the Carson Wentz that the Eagles thought he was going to be? I think the question, the easier question is, can Carson Wentz play more than like 12 games? That's fair. That's, that's the thing. The, part of Carson Wentz's problem is that he can't stay upright. So hold on a second. I'm pulling up. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Give me gas already, this beer. <laughs> All right. Drink it slow. Carson Wentz. No gulping. <laughs> yeah. Carson Wentz started 12 games in 2020. Mm-hmm. He started all 16 in 2019. Good for him. 11 games in 2018, 13 games in 2017. His first year, he started 16 games. So two out of five years, he's played 16 games. He has been a little injury he's, prone. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. In, if he's played at least 13 games, well, let's, all right. So wait, one exception to that record. Okay. I'm looking at his, his QB record. The years he... Played all 16 games. His rookie campaign, he was 7-9. and nine. Okay, he's a rookie. But in 2019, he was 9-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. In 13, When he played 13 games in 2017, which I believe they went to... Is that when they went to the Super Bowl? Is that the year Bowl? they went to the Super Bowl? Because he wasn't is. the starter. <laughs> I'd have to look well, it up. Well, he wasn't the starter in the Super Bowl, but he played the first 13 games. They were 11-2 and two in the games he started. Hmm. Now... When he's played twelve or fewer games, his <laughs> records are five and six and three eight and one. There's a there there. There is a there there. <laughs> there is. Not surprisingly, if he the year he only played eleven games, he was five and six. His QBR was sixty two, but the year they went eleven and two, his QBR was seventy eight point five. Hmm. If you throw out the rookie year, there's almost a direct correlation between his QBR and the number of games he's played. But here's the other thing. He has taken, if I had, if, all right, so 16 games in the season, right? Uh, Previously, yes. Okay, so (laughs) he's played five years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. five years here. What would you say, how many sacks a year does he take? I want to go by the lowest number on the board. The lowest number on the board in 16 games, how many times should he be sacked? Well, how many times was he sacked or should he be sacked? Well, let's start with both. Should be. Like under two a game, right? 32 <clears throat> should be the absolute limit? Yeah, no more than two a game. All right, so what was he sacked? <clears throat> uh, I'm going to say 40. Well, that you're you're even more evil than I am. <laughs> His best year was the year he played 13 games. He was only sacked 28 times. That's more than two sacks per. This past year, he only played 12 games. And he was sacked a league-leading 50 times. That hurts. Stop (laughs) once more with feeling. (laughs) 
50 sacks in 12 games. So what does he that average out to? More than more than four per. Ow. More than four per. That year he only got sacked 28 times. The year he went to the Pro Bowl and the year that they went to the Super Bowl. Hmm. So here's the question. The question isn't, does he turn a corner in Indy? The question is, does he stay upright in Indy and therefore turn the corner? Because if he can stay healthy, he's going to be good. The question is, can he stay healthy? That's a good question. I'd have to look up the uh, Colts <clears throat> offensive line stats. I don't know where they are. I mean, uh... I can tell you right now, I just put my QB rankings into the computer. And I have him at 16th. Hmm. I have right. him behind Matt Ryan and ahead of Baker Mayfield, and I may swap that. I may swap him. Wow, with uh, Matt Ryan. P- PFS, P- yeah. PFF. They have the Colts at the number one offensive line in the league. If that's the case, then the answer to your question is yes. All right. First off, Frank Reich. He's good. He knows what he's doing. He was he was the backup quarterback on four Super Bowl teams <laughs> in the most efficient era I've ever seen from one team in terms of offense. Mm-hmm. He backed up Jim Kelly while Thurman Thomas and oh god, I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank. Who's the wide receiver on those teams? Ooh, Don Beebe. that guy. He was one of them, but he wasn't the lead guy. Oh, oh. Damn, it. damn it. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Looking it up. Andre Reed. There you go. I'm like, I, it's somebody we all know. I'm just like, how can I not think of this? Andre Reed. He sat there and worked on one of the most efficient, not best, but efficient offenses in the history of football. Yeah, you that's true. You can't argue that the Buffalo Bills of the early 90s were an offensive just, they didn't score, they didn't blow you out, but they also never, you never worried about them winning. Yeah, no. Other than the Super Bowl. But yeah. So the, so the answer to your question is, yes, I think he can turn a corner if he can stay healthy. And staying healthy is almost entirely based on how many times he gets hit. Fair enough. That's what I'm going to go with. That's a good answer. So, good answer. All right, question for you. Yeah. So some Cinch overheard a conversation today, our contributor Cinch, and he texts us that he just heard somebody say he is tired of all the hype around Byron Pringle. Oh, no. And I almost <laughs> threw a chair through the window because to my dollar, no one has ever spoken about Byron Pringle other than me. And uh, no. I, I hate to tell you, I was talking about Byron Pringle in 2019 when he won me $25 in a freebie <laughs> GPP. He did. So I finished fourth place on that night that he had a whole bunch of catches because Sammy Watkins was hurt. Well, people were wondering. Who's going to fill the hole left by Sammy Watkins? Fast forward to minicamp. Who was the leading target? It wasn't, it wasn't uh, McCool Hardman. It was Byron Pringle. So now everybody's like, oh, look at this. Byron Pringle getting targets in minicamp. Is, is, is he going to be the new big guy? Is he the new number two? Craig, is Byron Pringle the new number two in Kansas City? Um, only if you're doing a DFS tournament. I mean, I know, I know people are, are gone from the chiefs. So other people are going to have to like step up to take their place. Is he the number two? Depends on the day and Andy Reid's mood. <laughs> okay. The easy answer to the question. And, and for multiple reasons is no, he's not. Miko Hardman is younger and faster. Demarcus Robinson has better hands. Number two, stop talking about Byron Pringle. (laughs) That is my thing. I copyrighted it. Stay the fuck away from Byron Pringle. That is my man right there. All right. Pringle's been around a long time. He's going to have to step up this year, but he's not, he's not the solution. So that's number, number one is there's a lot of people there. Number two is stop talking about Byron Pringle. The first rule about Byron Pringle is no one talks about Byron Pringle. Number <laughs> three just flew out of my head. Crap. Oh, yeah. Stop obsessing about what happens in minicamp. Yeah, unless it's an unless it's an injury, then yeah. Yes. 
unless unless it's a season-ending ending injury, I don't want to know jack about what comes out of minicamp. Oh, well, this guy got 75% of the reps. Did you ever stop to fucking think they were resting Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Was Tyreek Hill ever even there? Did he come? There's a reason they call them voluntary. Did he come to the voluntary workouts? I don't know. I'm a Chiefs fan and I don't know. Do you know why? Because minicamp doesn't matter. <laughs> no. For fantasy football, minicamp doesn't matter. Say it with me. Minicamp doesn't matter. Stop it. Oh, well, <laughs> we saw that J- Jalen Hurts and he threw the ball. Don't. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens in minicamp unless, as Craig pointed out, it's a season-ending injury. I don't want to hear it, but people are so desperate for any sort of edge that they will latch on to Byron Pringle. (laughs) Byron Pringle has been there for a while, folks. He's not new. He's not hot. He's not even young. (laughs) How old is he? I'm looking it up. (laughs) Oh, 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 I just had it on the screen. He's 27. No, that's that old. Been, that's old in football f- life, folks. That means he's been in the league for at least six years. He signed as an undrafted free agent in 2018. That means he played the 2018, 2019, and 2020. This is his fourth season. Byron Pringle is not breaking out into a top five whiteout in 2021, <laughs> and that comes from a guy who loves him. Yes, he has a jersey. I've seen it. I don't. I don't own a Byron Pringle jersey. You don't? I thought you did. Suggestion. Suggestion for a birthday slash oh. Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. All Listen. Right. Well, good to know. The dude has played four years, and his career NFL statistics are twenty-one catches for two hundred and seventy-eight yards. Hmm. Half of which came in that one game in twenty nineteen. Where you won twenty five dollars. Where I won twenty five dollars. <laughs> he finished he had a hundred and three yards in that game. He had a hundred and three yards. Outside of that game, his total yardage is one hundred and forty five. Literally like forty five percent of his career yardage came out of one game. Yep. Stop talking about Byron Pringle. <laughs> for three reasons. Number one, you don't need to. Number two, he's my man. And number three, mini camps don't matter. There you oh, have it. But no, no, there's no <laughs> response to that. Yeah, but what about no? <laughs> Just no. Yep. Yeah, push. <laughs> but but I. You... <laughs> yeah, I saw. Psh, but what about <laughs> mini camps don't matter. If Byron P- Pringle shows up in August and Patrick Mahomes walks up to the reporters and says in his teenage voice, like they do on Bleacher Report, that all he's going to do is throw the ball to Byron Pringle. That matters. (laughs) If the preseason games happen because they're going to sit Tyreek Hill out and you see Miko Hardman, Byron Pringle and Demarcus Robinson out there, and he's targeted 10 times in a preseason game, that matters. But don't sit here and tell me minicamp matters. It doesn't. Rant over. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That Print drove it. me nuts. I nearly threw. <laughs> I nearly threw a chair through the window when Cinch was like, "I'm tired. Of, I'm, I'm hearing from a guy. He's tired of the Byron. Why is there Byron Pringle hype? Why? I love this player. I do want a Byron Pringle jersey. I need a Byron Pringle jersey. I get it. But why is there hype around? No. No, he's done nothing except for one game to make you think there's hype. One game and he had a good mini camp. Did you ever think that Andy Reid looked at whoever was throwing him the ball and said, can you target Byron a little more in these drills? I want to see if I want to cut him. Hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Moving on. No. Go on. You got no. anything else for me? Uh, well, there's two people I was going to ask you about before, so I'll just throw out the second name. Um, yeah. Oh God, I cut you off after Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's turned into two questions. It works out. Uh, yeah. So the other person is the quarterback of the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Because I'm buying Lamar Jackson. You're buying in on Lamar Jackson. Yeah. This is me, Lamar Jackson's why. year to bring the Ravens to the Super Bowl. 
I didn't say that. Or have a have a good a, year. Have a good year. I'm approaching it from a fantasy perspective. Okay. And, and I think this is going to be a big year for Lamar Jackson. Excuse me. So this is his fourth year, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So he only played seven games his first year, so we're going to toss that out. But the last two games, he started 15 games. In 2019, he led the league in touchdown passes with 36. That can't be right. 36? 36? That sounds wrong. Mahomes <clears throat> had more than 36. Well, this would going his rookie year was 2018, so this will be his fourth year. Oh, Mahomes Mahomes 50 <clears throat> touchdown pass was the year before in 2018. Okay. Wait, no, that's right. 2018, 50 touchdowns. Okay, 2019. Okay, so 2018, Mahomes threw 50. In 2019, um, Jackson threw 36. Right. This mm-hmm. is this is yeah. I I'm 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 all in on Lamar Jackson. How all in am I? I'm gonna share a sneak peek at my uh, rankings. I have him at number two. Oh. I have Lamar Jackson at number two. And that's coming from a guy who loves Kyler Murray, <laughs> who thinks if they can put six-inch lifts into his shoes, he'd be the best quarterback in the league easily. I have Lamar at number two. I think he is going to, from a fantasy perspective, he's going to have a tremendous year. Tremendous. So no, I, I'm going to step away from the mic because I want to hear your rationale on this. Tell me, tell me all, See, all I don't, the things about Lamar Jackson. I don't think I would rank him that high. My only thing with Lamar Jackson is I feel just like he's becoming like the Ravens, like one trick play, like one go-to thing. Because everyone in the league knows what they're going to do is he's going to have the ball. And like most of the time he's going to run. Right. Because if you, if you if have how many long passes has Lamar had? Like even ta- I've even talked to Ravens fans about this that I used to work with. Like if the ball if the passing play is over twenty yards, is it going to make it? They don't know. They have no idea. They actually tell me they're afraid when he throws. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's he's definitely gotten better since he's been a rookie, because there were times in his rookie year where you know the the receiver went one way and the ball went the other way. So from a fantasy perspective, I think he's yeah. going to be good. But the fact that he runs so much kind of scares me because a running quarterback, you know, he's going to get you rushing touchdowns. There's six points. Mm-hmm. But it just scares me that, you know, after three games, he's going to miss the rest of the season. That's just so, what always scares me, like, about running quarterbacks. So the answer, your hypothetical there, is like how much yardage per when he drops back to pass, they're scared. His yardage right. per attempt, its lowest was 7.1 in mm-hmm. 2018. His highest was a year later at 7.8. So he's never been more or less than 7 yards per attempt. He's 7 yards per attempt. Right. Yards per catch has bounced between 11.4 and 12.1. Okay. That's not insane. But I hear what you're saying. I mean, like, if he runs... It's the same. It's the same nightmare I have every time Patrick Mahomes runs out of, runs, runs out of the pocket. Exactly, and you I, you passed out a couple times when he didn't get up so quick. It's not even, and it's not again. I live with an anxiety disorder. My my anxiety goes from a pretty baseline six out of ten during Chiefs games to eight as soon as he leaves the pocket. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time. I'm not that worried about Lamar. Maybe it's because I don't have any ownership of Lamar, but I think Lamar is going to do really well this year. I do. Don't ask me why I think that. I just, I look at this and I'm like, Baltimore's got the possibility to do it. I just, I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's move on because yep. we, we, we have to, we're, we're, this is not going to be a very long episode tonight. Um, let's, let's, I, Craig says to me yesterday, let's do a mock draft. And I'm like, all right, let's do a mock. So we're going to do one or two mock drafts. Do you want to do a Scott Fishbowl or do you want to do a PPR redraft? Um, let's do your choice. How many were we doing? Two. Yeah, we'll do one of each if you want. Yeah, let's do let's do one of each. What do you want to start with? Let's start with the Fishbowl. 
doing it live. <laughs> All right. So if you were here last draft, um, our last draft, <laughs> uh, last no, episode, that's not right? If you were here last episode, you know that uh, we are we are in the Scott Fish Bowl and we're drafting first. And we've got it pretty much narrowed down to either taking Kelsey, Mahomes, or CMC with the one pick. What the hell are you talking about Kelsey for? Because this is a tight end premium league. This league has extreme bonuses. Not extreme, but like basically it's a half point PPR, but you double the bonuses for tight ends. So we're seriously considering doing that. All right, so we're picking first. Let's start this draft. So we're picking first. Which direction do we want to go based off the information we have? With tight so end, can... with tight ends having a bonus. Right now, the ADP remains Patrick Mahomes at one, McCaffrey at two, and Kelsey at four. Ah, Let's see, do run? I forgot. Do running backs get any kind of bonuses or no? They they get the PPR, but it's a half point. It's a full mm. point for Travis. It's a half point for everybody else. Man. So tell me, I mean, that's, you tell me who, and we're going to do a bunch of these off the air. Yeah. Who do you want to, who do you want as the one pick? Because that really dictates how this goes. It really does. You know what? We did, we did Kelsey before. Let's, let's just go with, with McCaffrey and see how this plays out. McCaffrey at one. So we take McCaffrey at one. Mahomes goes two. Allen goes three. Kelsey goes four. Then it's Murray, Lamar Jackson. Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, Saquon, Brady goes at the turn, Justin Herbert, uh, Russell Wilson, Tyreek Hill goes at pick 204, Zeke, Trevor Lawrence, Darren Waller goes at pick 27, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb, Trey Lance, and Matt Stafford. Really? That leaves, as we get to the end of round one, oh my God, three different teams took double quarterback. Two, four, six, eight, ten, four different teams took double quarterback, and twelve quarterbacks are off the board. The best available quarterback is Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> followed by Joe Burrow. The best available wideout is Devontae Adams. George Kittle is the best available tight end, and Aaron Jones is the best available running back. Wow. Four teams have gone double because it's a super flex. Four teams have gone double quarterback already. I'm not a fan of Tannehill. No. Burrow's still on the board. Ryan's still on the board. Hertz is still on the board. Baker and Kirk are still on the board. I kind of want to go somewhere else, which means I'm looking at Devontae Adams, George Kittle, or Aaron Jones. And don't forget, this is a third-round reversal league. We only have one pick here. Man, that's rough. See, part of me, part of me I don't know how Kittle's going to be, but they have an easy schedule this year. And we're hitting the cliff on tight end. If we don't take him, then the next name down is TJ Hawkinson, like 20 spots. And I mean, yeah, I mean, he's not horrible, but yeah, there is a definite drop. All right, let's go. Let's just see. Let's go Kittle. So we take Kittle there. It's thinking. Third round reversal means the 12 pick goes again. Joe Burrow, then Ryan Tannehill. Great. Devontae Adams, Matt Ryan, Aaron Jones, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Stefan Diggs, Derek Carr. Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins, and we're back on the board. We're the only team with no quarterbacks. That's not true. <laughs> There's one team that has Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, and Aaron Jones. Oh. <laughs> we are one of only two teams with no quarterbacks, and all but one, two, three teams have two starting quarterbacks. All Best right. available on the board is Kirk Cousins, <laughs> followed by A.J. Brown, followed by Tua Tagliavoa, Followed by Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, and Carson Wentz. I should share the screen with you. Can't I do that? You can. How do I do that? Oh, here it is. Share your screen. Go live. This way you can see what I see. Uh, click. There we go. Can you see the whole thing? Or uh, Yeah, no, I can see the whole thing. Okay. Ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Man, what All a right, list. Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't. If if quarterbacks start running off the board, that's a problem, right? For a super flex, yeah. I mean, do uh, we? And we have a double, right? We have the double here, so we could go Cousins and Brown. I don't like any of this. 
or do you do <clears throat> do you cousins and uh, wow? You know what I think cousins we do? and Wentz. <laughs> I think I think you hit the reset button and you don't draft Christian McCaffrey first. Yeah, I don't like this. <clears throat> Should we do it one more time with McCaffrey just to confirm the bias? Yeah, let's do it because it's quick. All right, start uh, slot one. Why won't it let me start draft? Start draft. Come on. <laughs> slot one. Godfish. Start draft won't light up. Why won't start draft light up? Hey, let me refresh these settings. I don't know why it's giving me a trouble. Probably because there's a whole bunch of people trying to use this. Slot one. Okay, so slot one. So we can't take McCaffrey first, right? Or, do we, or we said we're going to do that to confirm We're going to do it again so just to see what happens. Yep. All right, so we take McCaffrey, <clears throat> Mahomes, Kelsey, Allen, Cook, Murray, Lamar, Prescott, Barkley, Herbert, Kamara, Taylor, Chubb, Henry, Hill, Rogers, Russell, Devontae Adams, Diggs, Zeke, Stafford, Burrow, Brady. So it comes back to us this round. Darren Waller is still there. Ryan Tannehill is still there. And Trevor Lawrence is there. Uh, I don't like I, either of those as a quarterback pick. So I think I would take Waller. And don't forget, third round reversal. We only get one. So back to 12. Jones, Tannehill, Aaron Jones, by the way. No, Thinking? it's stuck. <laughs> it's stuck. Every time it's ever done this before, it's, it usually takes Austin Eckler. <laughs> Austin Eckler. <laughs> Maybe it's George his name. Kittle, Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, Clyde, DeAndre Swift, and we're stuck again. That just takes Baker. Let's see. Likes to choke on Baker for some reason, too. Nope. Najee Harris. So it really? comes back to us. Huh. Trevor Lawrence, no. Trey Lance, Matt Ryan, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, and Kirk Cousins are all there. But the best available beyond that is DeAndre Hopkins at wideout and uh, yeah, J.K. Dobbins at running back. All right. So the question is, then we have a double, right? Yeah, we can draft two here, but we'd have to go quarterback wideout or quarterback running back, right? I mean... Yeah, I think we'd have to go. I say we. I say think you would have to go Hopkins because he's the best receiver there, and then a quarterback. And if you're going to take reliability off this, this has got to be Ryan. We don't know we're going to get a Trevor Lawrence or Trey Lance. They can't be our number one. No, it'd have to be Ryan. It's got to be Ryan or Baker, and or or Kirk or Kirk. It'd have to be one of those three. Do we have, have a three-sided no coin? <laughs> no, we're going. We, we would do Matt Ryan there. But like already, we got Christian McCaffrey and Darren Waller, but then we got DeAndre Hopkins and Matt Ryan. I mean, this is just—it feels very weak. Yeah. And then quarterbacks keep flying off the board. It's making the turn. I'm not going to read off all these names. I'm just yeah, not no. going to do this to you folks. But we're gonna—we're coming back in the fifth round now. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more quarterbacks went. The best available quarterback right now is Roethlisberger, and it's not even back to us yet. But the more I'm seeing this play out, the more I'm thinking we got to go Mahomes one. Or Kelsey. Or Kelsey. It's stuck. All right, let's reset it one more time. Let's try Mahomes at one. Okay. I just, I want to see this, and then we'll move on to a PPR. Oh, seriously? Come on, computer. Poor little website. Yeah, it's probably the website. It's the footballworkshop.com, by the way. The footballworkshop.com. They do this for free. They have a donation thing on their website. The guy who runs this website actually looks like somebody we know. Looks like our buddy who works at Notre Dame. Oh, my God, it does. Doesn't it? I got to <laughs> tell does. him about it. He's an avid listener, so th hi, Jeff. And hi, Deb. Hi, Jeff. Get that hi, out Deb. Of the way. It just does not want to operate. Oh. Okay, I think all right, I got it. I got it. All right, let's take Mahomes at one. Okay. Mahomes at one. Kelsey goes. Then McCaffrey, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Darren Waller, Tyreek Hill, 
Saquon, Zeke, John Taylor, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Nick Chubb, Trey Lance, and Matt Stafford. So now it comes back to us, and our top options are Joe Burrow, Devontae Adams, and George Kittle, and Aaron Jones. Wow. So do you do you fill out the super flex with Burrow, or do you feel like you go Devontae Adams or Stefan Diggs or Kittle? It's either Kittle, Burrow, or Adams. I kind of want to see what happens when we take Burrow here. Okay. Again, it's, it's a it's a, a round three. It's a third round reversal, so we don't get to go again here. Goes back to 12. Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, George Kittle, Carson Wentz, DeAndre Hopkins goes, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, and Derek Carr. So now it comes back to us, and Aaron Jones is still there. Kirk Cousins is still there, but we already have two quarterbacks. Austin Eckler's there. Best available wideouts are Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones. I would take Aaron. I would take Aaron Jones and Austin Eckley here back to back without hesitation. Yeah, I would double up on the running backs, and then we can you can fill in receivers afterwards. But it looks to me like when you're drafting in the one spot here, if you need to get one of those two positions, quarterback or tight end, immediately. We're playing out rounds four and five. It's automatically drafting. Oh, my God, a whole bunch of wideouts just went. <laughs> Jefferson, Julio, Ridley, Metcalf, and Evans all went and five straight picks. I want to see what happens when it gets back to us. This is going to be Keenan Allen. <laughs> Guarantee it. Ready? Here it comes. It's pick five, three. It's going to be Keenan Allen. That's the other name it likes to choke on. Yeah, because we have Eckler. We have Eckler. Couldn't choke on Eckler, so now it's got to choke on <laughs> Keenan Allen. Kyle Pitts is still out there. All right, it's come on. It's thinking. Allen Robinson it took. Okay, that was a pick I didn't expect. Jameis Winston, Zach Wilson, Antonio Gibson, Keenan Allen. There he goes. Kyle Pitts, there he goes. J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, and Clyde. So now best available for us, Sam Darnold at QB. Michael Thomas is there. He feels like a value in the fifth round. Deshaun Watson, Terry McLaurin, David Montgomery, and Mark Andrews. Honestly, I'd probably go Thomas and Andrews here, right? And or do I have to go double wide out? Who's he? So it's Thomas, Terry, and then uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, I'm not touching anybody in Tampa. <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel better about this than I did either yes. of the Christian McCaffrey ones, don't I? Yeah, I do too. All right, one one really quick one. And then we're gonna go do a uh, we're gonna go do a uh, what you call it? Um, PPR. A regular PPR. Really quick, computer. That really quick means you have to reload faster than this. <laughs> like, get it together. Hello, computer. Hello. Let's just reload the whole site. Watch this crash now. So, what are you gonna do this time? Draft Kelsey first. Now we draft Kelsey, and we just see what happens. Reloading. Oh, it's. It, I. I don't want to criticize this website because it's just fantastic that he's doing this. There's very few other places you can get this, and I absolutely need to send him some money for this. ADP is loading. There it goes. Okay, slot one. We take Kelsey, right? Yep. Take the best tight end off the board. Kelsey, Mahomes, McCaffrey goes in that order. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Tyreek Hill, Saquon, John Taylor, Joe Burrow, Zeke, Tom Brady, Darren Waller, Nick Chubb, Trey Lance, and Trevor Lawrence. Our choices right now are Matt Stafford and Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, Devontae Adams or Stefan Diggs at wide receiver, or George Kittle at tight end. The next best running back would be Aaron Jones. And we only get one pick here. We only get mm. one here. So we got to we got double up on the next round. I think you take one of the need positions and you can make arguments for any of them. For yeah. me, it's either Stafford, Adams, or um, Diggs. Jones. No, I'm not going to touch Diggs if, if, if Devontae Adams is there. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, it's rough. What do you think? Uh, you so how many quarterbacks have gone so far? One, two. A bunch. Two, four, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve. Yeesh. We're on QB 13, and we don't have one yet because we didn't uh, start Yeah, then bunch. I would say Stafford. 
Got to take Stafford. I'm not touching Tannehill. Not doing it. I'd rather lose to Tannehill than actually draft him. <laughs> Devontae Adams, then Tannehill, then Ryan, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, Austin <laughs> Eckler, Tua goes, Aaron Jones, Stephen Diggs, and DK Metcalf. So it comes back to us. George Kittle is still there. And DeAndre Hopkins is there. The best available quarterback is Derek Carr or Carson Wentz. I'm not comfortable chasing either. I would probably go Kittle and Hopkins, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I would mean, do. I mean, Joe Mixon is still out there, and we can get him do, on, the, on the way back. I mean, do you do Hopkins and Mixon? No, Mixon's too far down. Akers is still there. Najee Harris is still there. DeAndre Swift is still there. All those guys are going to go first. We just got to hope that Mixon doesn't go. There goes Akers, Jefferson, Brown, Najee Harris. There goes Hawkinson. There goes Joe Mixon, Calvin Ridley, Clyde, DeAndre Swift, Mike Thomas, Mark Andrews, Antonio Gibson, Allen Robinson, Miles Sanders, Ben Roethlisberger, Chris Carson. Choking. <laughs> is Austin Eckler still on the board? No. Uh, so why is no. he choking? It's going to take... Um, Darnold. Dobbins. Is he? I think it's choking on Darnold? It's going to take... Uh, is Keenan Allen still on the board? Keenan Allen's still on the board. <laughs> Allen Robbins is still on the board, right? Nope, he went. It's choking on Keenan Allen, right? I don't understand why there's three names on this on this board it always chokes on. J.K. Dobbins, uh, C.D. Lamb, Kyle Pitts, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, and Josh Jacobs. And it comes back to us. Carson Wentz and Julio Jones are both there. Mike Evans is there. Keenan Allen is there. David Montgomery is there. I think David Montgomery's going to have a good year. I really do. Did we draft two tight ends? We did. We did. Holy crap. I'm, that's how little I'm paying attention to this. Yeah, but he can go. We have a... Uh, we have a super flex. flex. We have multiple flexes, yeah. So that's okay. And Kittle slipped all the way to the end of the third round. I mean, it was kind of hard. Or, or start of the third round. Kind of, or no, it was end of the third round. Because the reversal. It's hard not to do that, right? Yeah, so here... I don't know. Here I, I'm kind of drawn towards... Towards Wentz or Montgomery between those two, but... How about both? We have a double. Oh, that's right. All right, but the the team we've been happiest with so far is when we took Mahomes, Mahomes at first. One. Yeah. Quarterbacks just fly off the board so fast. What a super flex! Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> we're gonna have to do some more of these, but yeah, it looks like we're probably gonna end up going Mahomes first. All right, really quick. Can you see? Yep, we're gonna leave. Do you see the uh, mock draft simulator from Fantasy Pros on your screen? Yes. Okay, we're going to do a quick 2021 PPR snake standard lineup. Where do you want to pick? 12 team, you tell me where you're picking. Um, <clears throat> you know what? Let's let's make it interesting. Let's take the double pick. At 12? Yeah. Start. All right. No, I don't want to tour the draft simulator. <laughs> I want to go. Okay, this moves fast. Wow, Jesus, that's okay. Fast. Thanks. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, Alvis, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Zeke, John Taylor, and then the first not so the first eight picks, all running backs. Yep. Number nine is Tyree Kill, ten is Diggs, eleven is Adams, and we are on the clock for a double. The best available is Austin Eckler. The best available at wideout is DeAndre Hopkins. The best available at quarterback is non-existent. <laughs> and Travis Kelsey is still on the board. I think he would what take, do you like? I think he would take Kelsey and then one of the one of the running backs. So we take Kelsey. Wow, took Kelsey with our first pick. And then what running back do you want? Eckler's there, Jones is there. Hmm. Let's go. Joe Mixon. Let's go Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. All right, we'll take Aaron Jones. All right. Uh, Eckler goes, then DeAndre Hopkins, then moving too fast. <laughs> God, this this is a very fast system, isn't it? It is. Oh, my God. I accidentally skipped a pick. Oh, oh no, sad. Did I? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, second round, we took Aaron Jones. Then Eckler went, then Hopkins, Ridley, Najee Harris, Jefferson, Akers, Gibson. Joe Mixon goes at pick 2-9. DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 2-11. 
Travis is Travis is ATN. Yeah, Travis ATN. I always know he's ATN. I just never remember his first name. Ends round two. DK Metcalf goes to start the third. CD Lamb, Keenan Allen, Darian Darren Walker, Patrick Mahomes goes to pick 305. Michael Thomas at 306, much earlier than the other ones. Uh, George Kittle goes to a team called 30 Rack of Matty Ice. Uh, AJ Brown at 3-8. Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, and Big Bobby Trees goes at 311, <laughs> which brings us back up on clock. What the hell did we have? We drafted Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Travis Kelsey. Best available include Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, and Julio Jones at wideout. Chris Carson is out there. J.K. Dobbins is out there. Josh Allen is out there. And uh, who am I, else am I missing? There's no tight ends. T.J. Hawkinson. Hmm. I think you would take you would take Allen, and then I don't. I'm not sure. So we take Josh Allen here because he's not going to make it back to us, right? No. Where is he? There he is. Take Josh Allen to get a, a solid quarterback on the board. Now, I, th I feel like we need either we either need to get Julio or Chris Carson here. Honestly, what, what's your what's your thought? Uh, I think I would go Chris Carson. Take Carson. All right. Deontay Johnson goes from Pittsburgh. I'm oh, sorry. It's scrolling on me, guys. Give me one second. This, this system actually this works goes really much fast. faster. Yeah. Deontay Johnson, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins goes with 404. Amari Cooper, D.J. Moore, Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones goes at 4-9. Tyler Lockett, Lamar Jackson goes at 4-11. Cooper Cup at 4-12. The fifth round starts with Adam Thielen. Brandon Ayuk goes at 5.02. Mike Davis at 5.03. Uh, Mike Jones, if your name is Cinch, by the way. He thought his name was Mike Jones. He got him confused. <laughs> uh, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, Kenny Galladay, T.J. Hawkinson, Miles Gaskin, Kyler Murray, and we are on the clock. Go ahead and debate this for a second. I'm going to step away really quick. Go ahead and debate All this. Right. Who You can see the list, right? I can see the list. All right. Talk about this. We're going to do this All right, so... more. We'll stop it there. <laughs> the, uh, let's see. So the top-ranked person right now would be Juju, followed by Odell, then DJ Shark, and then Kareem Hunt. And then I don't know... I don't know if I like those choices here. I don't know if I'm a fan. I'm trying to see the list of who else we have. There's Chase Edmonds is still out there. Tyler Boyd is still there. Uh, Russell Wilson. We don't need another quarterback right now. Jamar Chase is there. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I apologize. My, that beer ran right through me. Um, I mean, the system is saying your best available is go to ju is go Juju. But uh, Mark Andrews is there. We have Kelsey. Kelsey. We do need so, wide out, but. I mean, me, I'm going to be biased and I would say Jamar Chase and someone. But these top these top four picks that's showing us, I don't I'm not a fan. So you're going to pass Cortland Sutton, pass Robbie Anderson, and class pass. Well, we Chase have a double. Claypool. We do. All right, so let's go ahead and dra grab him. We need we need then, a wideout, right? This year, I think because they're back playing together, I think Robbie Anderson's going to have a big year. Good point. Oh, he needs a haircut. All right, so we took Jamar Chase and Robbie Anderson. Uh, so we are through six rounds. We have Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Jamar Chase, Robbie Anderson, and Travis Kelsey. Uh, we're going to stop it there just because we're running out of time. But Aaron Jones and Chris Carson feel like a solid bet if Carson can stay healthy. Carson needs to stay healthy. That's the biggest problem. And he has not stayed healthy. Um, but I like, I, I, not, I don't hate this lineup. We, we reached on wideout, but in a situation like this, that just means I would go with like our next pick, Will Fuller and Jerry Judy are both on the board. I would not hesitate to probably grab both of them and hedge our bets at wideout. Yeah. I would probably go with Jerry, Jerry Judy over Will Fuller. Cause yeah, but I, I, I would, I would hedge my bets here. Right. Jones and Carson. I'm fine with Josh Allen. I'm fine with Travis Kelsey. I'm fine with. 
Waiting on wideout left us with Jamar Chase and Robbie Anderson. So we really need to hedge our bets, I feel like, and really bulk up there and hope that one of them becomes a clear number one. And all of them have the possibility of doing it. Jamar Chase has the possibility of being a one out the gate. Robbie Anderson, like you pointed out, back with Sam Darnold, has a good possibility. If Will Fuller stays healthy in a Miami in a Miami backfield, or I'm sorry, a Miami offense that is really underwhelming, he could be great. And same thing with Jerry Judy. If Drew Locke can figure out how to pass the ball, that 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 would be doable. But you know, I, you'd have to hope that one of them breaks out, and I think that's a reliable possibility. Yeah. So, anyway, let's call it there. We will do more mocks off air. I know people like mocks. It just takes a lot of our episode to do. Maybe what we should do is um, consider doing a live stream with some mock drafting in it. So we could do it all the way through. That might not be yeah, a bad idea. So we'll look at it. Uh, we'll look at, at potentially doing that on, on Twitch or something like that. Um, but hey, final thoughts. Craig, what do you got for me this week? Final thoughts. Um, I'm just going to say start practicing your mocks because yeah. it's going to be, you know, draft start next week or a week after. So, yeah, prepare we yourself. Less than a, <laughs> we are about a month from, um, well, a month and a half from what they consider National Draft Weekend, which is the weekend before uh, Labor Day. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of leagues are drafting right now. We have Scott Fish this week. So, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and I'm just, I think I'm just going to mirror that thought for my final thought, too. That and apparently I shouldn't drink one of those beers when I do a podcast because I ran to the restroom <laughs> twice and left poor Craig hanging there to, to carry us. So it's all um, good. It's all good. Yeah. He, he Craig speaks my lingo. Step away from the mic means, oh, my God, that beer ran right through me. <laughs> so um, anyway, everybody have a great Fourth of July. Leave us a review for the love of all that is holy. Wherever you listen to this podcast. And I know people listen to it because I see the download numbers. But no one ever leaves us a review, and we would love to hear from you. Leave us a review wherever you listen to us, on Apple, on Stitcher, on Spotify, anywhere you downloaded this podcast, leave us a review. We would love some feedback. Hey, you want to give us feedback that falls outside of a one-to-five star rating? Send us an email. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. Don't like to send email? What the hell's wrong with you? We are (laughs) at fignutsdfs on Twitter. Uh, we are the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. There are so many ways to reach out to us. Reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. All right. All that being said, um, I don't know if we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do next week. I mean, you know, maybe next week is a good idea for us to do a live stream. Yeah. Maybe we instead can of our, try to do uh, that. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we can record the live stream as kind of like a side episode, but we'll see. We'll see. We can do. We have the data constrictions, and you know, July is going to be such a busy month. It's not a terrible idea to do a live stream instead of an episode next week, and then make the live stream just available for folks to VOD if they feel like it. Um, but either way, but either way, we'll be back in some way, shape, or form next week. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of your support. Until then, be safe out there. And my name is Britt. I'm Craig, and we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. <laughs>